church family. That's all right. Who here needs some chains broken today? Come on, let's uh, let's lift up a voice and worship. Amen. Search for the light day and the 
Thank you.
that is so mighty and so able. In this place right now, we lift up all of those people who need healing and restoration in this place. For those people who need their healing in their body from the crown of their head to the bottom of their feet, I proclaim your grace, your love, and your healing upon their body. And I proclaim wisdom upon those people that are treating them because we declare that by your stripes we are healed. And we claim that promise in Jesus' name. There are people in this place that are bound in chains. And we sang that first song that says that you are a chain breaker. And right now we proclaim those chains are broken in Jesus' name. I pray that you put people of wisdom around those people that need that healing and that chain breaking. In Jesus' name we pray. And Lord, there are people that walk into this place, standing at the mountaintop, and we rejoice in glory with them. And we give you all honor and all glory and all praise because you are so good. No one higher, no one greater. In your name we pray, amen, amen. It's so good to see you. Let's give a praise. There's no one higher, amen. Amen. He's so worthy. Would you turn to someone in church say, there's no one higher. I'm so glad to see you in the house of God. Hey, Dad. You and I, we talk a lot, right? Shoot the breeze, as they used to call it. And it's one of my favorite things about you. Whatever I want to talk about, you can talk about it too. It's always been like that. If I wanted to do it, you'd do it too. And you had this endless patience for me in all my learning phases. You know, the shoe tying, bike riding, the math learning, uh, the ball throwing, the car driving, just to name a few. Truth is, I'm still learning from you even today. Even if I won't admit it. But I didn't realize it then how long your patience really was. How much I tested it with my attitude and that mouth of mine. How many prayers you must have prayed on those long drives you took alone. But you kept at it. Those talks you insisted on having with me. Those rules you wouldn't budge on. Those hard consequences that you made me face. The way you wouldn't let me give up on myself. So yeah, we still talk a lot, but I realized the other day... I haven't said enough to you about the things that really matter. I guess somehow I thought you surely must know how grateful I am for all that you've endured for my sake. How secure I felt because you always kept your eye on me. How thankful I am that you held fast to all the right things on my behalf. So I don't want this Father's Day to go by without you knowing I love you, Dad. I'm thankful for you. God, as he always does, knew what he was doing when he was handing out fathers. He blessed me. You made us a great team. Love you, Dad. Amen. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. New beginnings, dads. Amen. It's good to see you in the house of God, the Almighty Father. Yes, it is. Hey, church, we want to welcome you into this Father's Day service here at New Beginnings Church. My name is Michael Romero, your worship and arts pastor here at New Beginnings Church. And my name is Roxy de Santiago, and it's my honor to be part of the worship team. Dynamic duo is back. Here we go. In honor of Father's Day, I wore my Father's Day shirt. Okay. You're going to give it to him now? I sneezed really loud this morning, remember, in the microphone during sound check. Yes, he did. 
Yes, and so there's a and lot he, more coming. He also makes the noises when you get up and you sit down. Like, <sighs> I think he's right there. He's right. right there, y'all. Hey, there's a lot more coming, so be prepared. <laughs> so happy Father's Day. We love you guys. Uh, just a couple of announcements that we want to catch you up on. Special Father's Day announcements, of course. Hey, fathers, um, if, if you're in the house or maybe, maybe he couldn't make it today or maybe there's someone special in your life that you want to give something, we have a very special gift for New Beginnings Fathers. And on the way out, you'll be able to grab one from one of our ushers, and we want to make sure to honor not only the fathers that are in the house, but maybe the father that just means a lot to you. Maybe you have a father figure um, that means a lot to you. And you say, hey, because uh, there's a special inscription on there with a special scripture, and it just it's going to minister to them. It's a multi-purpose tool that we want to give you guys. And uh, not that you don't have 20 already, right? Because real dads, read the, the pops, read, we got about 20. We have one in the car. We have one in the truck, in the garage, in, the, in that one drawer that everybody uses with the catch-all drawer. Except for that you can't find them when you actually need them, That's which is correct. why you need this one today. Because <laughs> Make sure and get one, one on the way out. Okay. Hey, another gift that we have. But wait, there's but more. wait, there's more, Donnie. <laughs> I want to pick some out for you. There's a picture right behind me. There's a QR code for fathers. Look, a couple of years ago, we... We wanted to offer this for dads, and we said, you know what? What a wonderful reminder. Dads, we have this awesome resource for you. There's this Right Now Media. If you guys aren't familiar with who Right Now Media is, uh, Right Now Media is a beautiful resource that uh, your church, New Beginnings, that we have invested in because of our giving and our tithing. We're able to do something like this. It's an awesome resource online where you can just click this QR code, and it's absolutely as Pastor would say, free 99, right? It doesn't sound the same when I say no, it, no. right? No, it just, it's, it's a, the delivery you is did. different. Yeah, you didn't no. do your hands like it's, this. It's the dad delivery, right? Oh, it's you're the getting dad. there, though, because oh. you got the shirt. Yeah, metal. But, guys, it's absolutely free, and the, it's an awesome resource from world-renowned Christian leaders, literally from around the world, and these are free video resources that you can lead your family in Bible studies or maybe just... People from around your neighborhood. Maybe you want to start a Bible study around the right. neighborhood or with your family. It's just an awesome resource to have um, from world-renowned world renowned, uh, leaders of the faith. You never know. Somebody can say the same thing, but the next preacher you hear, the next speaker says the same thing in a slightly different way, and it just hits you just right the right way. So That's it's right. worth it to, to listen to all of these you know, men and women of God who have just been Filled with his wisdom. And for those of you brothers and sisters in the room who have lost your father um, on this earth, I know it's a bittersweet day. I pray comfort and blessing over you. I, I share that, that, you know, sort of bittersweet moment. But I'm telling you, um, God's blessing and, and promise never fails. Amen. So I play that, pray that over you. But you, let me tell you what's coming up next Sunday. Very, very important day next Sunday, June 25th. After second service is baptisms. Such an important moment. Amen. Such an important moment in your walk with Christ. It's your outward display of your inward decision to choose and walk in God's path every day. Right. So I encourage you guys, if you haven't, if you haven't already signed up, there's that QR code that we are always talking about. Or if you don't want to use a QR code, you can find the guy with the Father's Day shirt and he will help you sign up for that as well. This guy. Or you can call the office. If, if you, you, know, right. you can call off. Hey, by the way, somebody... Somebody doesn't want to give any more Father's Day stuff away, but I do. Oh, and so we got a couple more, more things that, that we would love to offer you, oh, fathers. I'm so sorry. Look, there's a there's New Mexico, West Texas, 
Ministries of the Church of God has partnered with New Beginnings Church. And they said, you know, we just want to bless the congregation. Uh, in July the 28th, uh, with New Mexico West Texas Ministries of the Church of God and New Beginnings Church, we're partnering together for a family fun day at Cliffs. And so dads, we said we're going to release it on Dad's Day because... Nobody loves a sale like dad's, like this kind of stuff, right? It's not the tool store, but however, it's a really cool time where you can spend with the family, and it's very inexpensive, right? And so nothing like spending Father's Day with a bunch of other people's kids. I was just going to say, nothing like spending Father's Day running around in the hot sun <laughs> at Cliffs. It's going to be exciting. You're going to love it. Guys, around. it is five dollars for a family That's fun day. Bad, it's though, an all-day ride pass, and it includes the water park as well. So um, you can purchase your tickets uh, starting today. Uh, like, I don't I hope you don't do it right now because we're in service. But you can purchase your tickets starting today via our app or or the website. You can purchase it as well. Okay, and that right now media that link is also on our app, of course. Hey, one more thing before oh, wait, you go wait, on wait. to the before next I go, thing, Roxy. Before because I actually read the yeah, the imagine that. that are on the sheet. Hey guys, also for the men in the house, we want to announce that we are once again going down to Lone Tree Ranch for our men's retreat this year, and so registration is now open. Yeah. It opened today. It's going to be opening as soon as I walk back there and go click. Oh, see, right? but again, you're in service. Yes. So that is correct. I'm just saying, you, that, you, they couldn't go to Cliffs, but they could go to the retreat. No, the, no don't go to the retreat during service because like, it's not till September. But church is going to be an amazing be time for the man in your life and for men of God that want to go. Now, here's the deal: we have some scholarships available, but only for the first 30 registrations. So I want to make sure that you guys sign up as soon as you can, and we'll have some of those scholarships available. Uh, if you want more information, just catch us up. Catch us because we got to get out because the last thing we want to do is take away from the message today. So okay. I want to make sure that, guys, registration is open. So all these awesome uh, giveaways and, and, and discounts that we're able to give, like Right Now Media and Cliffs, in, in, in part, not only be with our state leadership by New Mexico, West Texas, but, of course, your tithe. And your giving and your faithfulness in that. And thank you so much for the generosity. And more than your generosity, for your obedience in the tithe. And we say thank you so very much for that. Because we couldn't offer all of that without it. And it's just a huge part of how we reach up, reach in, and reach out here in New Beginnings. And if you haven't done so yet and you want to participate in that, the ways to give are behind me on the board or in, on the screen before you. And, and if you don't want to do it electronically, there's envelopes outside and there's the giving boxes at the doorways here at the sanctuary. Right. Amen? Yeah. Thank you so much, church. And now with that, I would love to, because I'm the guy with the mic, and I would love to say happy Father's Day to our spiritual father, my spiritual father, Pastor Richard Mansfield. And we'd like to welcome him to the pulpit today. God bless you guys. Thank you, and happy Father's Day. Danny, come up here real quick. This is my grandson number two, okay? The other three grandsons, are, our grandchildren, are in Oklahoma right now. But he said, Grandpa, please let's dress alike today. So, so we both have white shirts, jeans, and 
He's got a red shoe on his right, on his left foot. I got a blue shoe on my right, on my left foot. And then he's got a blue shoe on his right foot, and I have a red one on my left, right foot. That means I got Danny with me, and he's got Grandpa with him. <laughs> the things we'll do for our grandkids, right? Guys, uh, that was a really awesome video, but I always think videos like that are like, man, God, that's the kind of father I want to be and grandpa I want to be. But a lot of times, this is more like it. Check this video out. No matter how old we are, we always remember what our dads say and do. My dad is more like Jesus than your dad. Nuh-uh. My dad doesn't let anybody eat any food until we pray for it. My dad prays for one minute every day. You know what? Our church has pancakes. This is what my sister and mom use for their blush. My dad says that mean kids never know what they're talking about. Because their parents don't know what they're talking about either. My dad says to punch meanies in the face. Then my mom says, don't ever do that. And my dad goes to time out. <laughs> my dad's beard is itchy whenever he kisses me. My dad takes me to church so we could learn to be just like Jesus. My daddy prays for me. Then he makes me stop talking and go to bed. Then I get a flashlight and read my comic book. That's a sin. He's sinning. No, I'm not. Sinner. No, I'm not. R2. 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 My dad said that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. My dad never stays mad at me. My dad taught me to forgive, because Jesus forgives us every time we ask. I want a mohawk. I wish I had hair. It's okay. Your hair will probably grow back. Thanks for being our dads for all our lives. That's more like it, right? <laughs> well, I do want to talk about the influence of a father. A father of influence really makes such a difference. We have such a vacuum with fathers today. It's really sad, but we have New Mexico leads in the single-parent homes across America. We have more single mothers in New Mexico than per capita than any other state. Fathers that are not involved in their children's life. Sometimes I understand the mom's mean and doesn't let you have a relationship with your kids. But sometimes it's dad just doesn't want to be a part of their kids. And the father is such a powerful, powerful influencer in the home. He's a leader, he's a teacher, he's a mentor. He's a guide, he's a coach, he's a friend, and it's someone that really makes a difference. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 10 through 12, 
It says, you yourselves are our witnesses, and so is God, that we were devout. We were devout and honest and faultless toward all of you believers. And you know that we treated each of you as a father treats his own children. Lord, help us grasp hold of truly how you want us to treat our own children. I pray in Christ's name, amen. Look, a father is an influencer. He really is someone who really makes that difference. He's really someone that really leads and guides and, and, and directs the home. And the first thing I want to say is that a father of influence prays for his family, prays for his children prays for them, encourages them, and speaks life into them, but gets on his knees and prays. Pray, 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 pray. You pray for your family. You pray for your spouse. You pray for your children. You pray for your grandchildren. You pray for your sons. You pray for your daughters. You pray for them individually. You pray for them corporately. You pray not just at the dinner table, but you pray on their bedside. You pray when they get up in the morning before you guys leave the house. You do everything you can to influence because when dads pray, they teach their family and kids a dependency on God. You show them, you know what? We believe in a God. We believe that God is our provider. God is the one that takes care of us. God is the one that ministers to us. He's the one that meets our every need. I might be a hardworking dad, but let me tell you something. It's God who has provided my energy, my strength, my health, and my job, and I want my family to know that. So when you pray, you're teaching them, look, Though we work hard, and we as a family work hard, but we depend on God, and we depend on him to really bless us. And when dads pray, it gives their family and their kids strength against temptation. So you need to pray with your kids and talk to them individually and say, how are your days going and what are your challenges? What are you up against? What are you thinking? What are your friends like? What's going on at your school? What's happening? Do you even understand what's happening in our schools today? Do you understand that now, in, even in elementary, there's kids that are vaping. They have those electronic cigarettes. And they're vaping, they're doing either tobacco, or now they even have marijuana liquid, and they vape. And what else? I don't know. They're doing all kinds of stuff. Man, in young, young elementary, they're already talking about sex. The other day, a 12-year-old girl ends up pregnant. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. They just finished playing with Barbies. Do you understand the temptations are up against the gang warfare and the gang influence that's there in their school and in their lives? I know they're out of school right now, so now you need to spend time with them and pray for them because no telling what they're doing out in the streets. And then, man, kids go to house parties. Almost every single house party that there is, there's a shooting. So you have to pray for your kids and pray that they, they stand against temptation, the temptation of drugs, the temptation of sex, the temptation of gangs, the temptation of violence. Pray, 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 pray for them. 
And when dads pray, it teaches the family and children to be open and transparent. Man, when we pray, there's an openness that takes place. There's a, there's a vulnerability because you start opening up your heart and man, you get to hear each other and you go, oh my gosh, I never knew that we're burdened about that. I didn't know they were going through that. I didn't know they cared about me like that. You see, in the scripture we read, he said we're devout, honest, and faultless. We did everything according to God's word. We need to do that to strengthen our homes, to encourage our homes, to empower them, but to live transparent. In second, the, I mean, Genesis chapter 2, Verse 24, it says that Adam and Eve were naked and unashamed. You see, God created us to live with a transparency, a nakedness where we don't hide things from each other, where mom and dad don't hide things from each other, where parents to their children don't hide things. That doesn't mean we tell them everything. Kids are too young, but it means that we live transparent, that we share with our kids, hey, we need to pray. Someone's sick in the family. We need to pray. We're up against the wall, and you know what? We're in a tight situation financially. Man, when we first got here, and I wasn't making a lot of money, and there were times we had our kids in a Christian school, and we, there were times that were tough. And I'd say, okay, kids, you need to pray with me. We, we need $100 by the end of the day, and so pray that God provide. And we would pray before I dropped them off at school. And lo and behold, man, and after school, we'd go to the P.O. box, and we'd open the mail, and all of a sudden, God put in my heart to send this offering to you and your family. Now, they had sent it three days before, but I got it on the day I needed it. It was $100, and I'm like, wow, God, thank you. But what it taught my children in my transparency, they know how to pray and lean on God. You see, when dads pray, it gives their family and their kids a heart for God. They learn to cry out to the Father. They learn to cry out to God. They learn to be able to say, God is my Father. God is my Lord. God, I need you. God, I want you. God, you're my protector. You're my healer. You're my strength. You're my guide. You're my everything. It's important that we teach them that as we pray. And when we pray, that's what we're teaching them. We're showing them. We're modeling it. Don't be afraid to pray. Look, praying is just literally talking. Just talk, but address it to God. So you don't have to learn and say, Dear Goddess, I prayeth in the nameth of Jesus. You don't, you don't have to pray like King James. And you don't have to pray with, like, like I just pray with my, this is my voice. I've shared it before, but when I was in a preaching class, it's called homiletics. And they said, Find yourself a preaching voice. Because this is hard enough to keep up with this voice. So there were guys that would talk just like this, but when they get behind the pulpit, and the Lord said it. And I'm like, man, you don't have to do that. But some people get nervous. They think they have to pray a certain way. They have to sound a certain way. Some people sound like their prayers sound like a sermon, and you're like, 
wow, they pray beautiful. I don't think I'm one of those guys. I just say, God, here's my heart. I'm, I'm praying, God. Just, I asked, I was with a family the other day, and I said, why don't you give your daughter a blessing? And the father went, what? They go, yeah, just pray, pray for your daughter. He goes, what? And I go, pray for her. So he goes, our father which art in heaven, hallowed be. He just, that's the only prayer he knew. And I said, how sad that he didn't know how to just cry out on behalf of his daughter. I go, I'll bet you there's a hundred times you pray for her and you're there going, e God, protect her, e God, watch over her, e God. That's praying. But see, we just think that's like, well, that's talking, I'm not praying. No, that's prayer. So we need to be able to do that. A second thing a father of influence does is he plays with his family. He plays, he knows how to have fun. He knows how to laugh. He knows how to celebrate. He knows how to chill out. Like I always say, chillax. So you chill out and you relax. It's like learn to play. When dads play with their family or their kids, it enhances their self-esteem. It lets them know, yeah, I could do this. I could play around. Man, I'm always joking around. I'm always teasing my wife. We've been together forever, and she still falls for it. I go, I don't know if she just is that vulnerable or just goes, poor guy, I'll laugh just to make him feel good. Because <laughs> it builds my self-esteem, see? <laughs> but it really does. Like, my grandson really got her the other day, and he goes, yes, yes, yes. And Sydney's there, ah! And I'm there in the other room laughing my head off, and... And, and I go, Cindy, uh, I understand Danny kind of got you. She goes, oh. I go, way to go, Daddy. And we gave a high five. And, and, and you know what? Learn to laugh. Learn to play. It, it builds an esteem in your kids that they know, you know what? They have confidence. Confidence to have an honest relationship with their dad and mom. Honest relationship where they can laugh and they can also learn. They can laugh and they can also pray. They can laugh and they also praise. They can laugh and they can really enjoy life. You see, the second thing, when dads play with their family or with their kids, it builds bridges, a bridge to your kid. You have a connection to your kid. You're able to talk, you're able to do something, you're able to share something. This is something we share together. This is something we do together. This is how we partner. This is how we connect. This is how we do life, because we now have a bridge. We have a bridge of common things. We have a bridge where we now connect. We have a bridge where we know things. So some of you, it might be cooking, it might be doing crafts, it might be in the, if you have a shop, it might be using tools and teaching them how to use tools. It might be working on your car, it might be doing your lawn. It might be, it might be, it might be, whatever it might be, you're sharing that moment and building bridges by playing with them and having a good time and really enjoying yourselves and building each other up. And it's really powerful to understand that. And it's powerful to believe that. And when dads play with their children and their family and their kids, it also creates warm memories. 
really warm memories, memories that you can look back at and laugh and just celebrate. That you could just say, man, we have so much fun. Never forget, I was 13, and I just thought I was a big old tough kid, and my dad and I were wrestling one time, and we're wrestling in the living room, and oh, man, and he had me. I couldn't get away, and I went back like that, and he had me from behind, and I went back, and poor guy, I knocked his front tooth out. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is my front tooth. And here he was an executive. He worked, he worked for the government and he was around congressmen and he was around federal judges and, and here he is toothless, you know, <laughs> till he finally got it fixed. <laughs> and they go, what happened to you, Mr. Mansfield? He goes, oh, my 13-year-old kid and I were wrestling. And they go, you still wrestle with him? And yeah. The testimony it shared with them, but the memories it left for us. My siblings and I sit around and we tell stories of our parents, how they played with us. We didn't have a lot of money, so we used to go do things that didn't cost money. We laugh, and to this day, we'd go mountain climbing all the time there in El Paso. And my mom would go mountain climbing with her dress I go, Mom, <laughs> she didn't wear slacks back in those days. You know, women didn't wear slacks that often. And so she'd be climbing a mountain, and she'd have like those kind of nurse shoes on, and she'd be climbing the mountain in a dress with a purse. So we're like, Mom, what's that all about? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know if any of you ever did that, but my mom did. But see, those things, they played with us. It's important that a dad learns to play with his kids because it, they build warm memories. Warm memories. My grandsons, we, I mean, we just are always pranking each other. My son, my daughter, now my grandkids. They went to summer camp and my two grandsons were bunking with Brother Gomas and Brother Tomas came back and he goes, man, now I know where they get it, man. Now the whole time they just picked on me and made fun of me and pranked me, pastor, just like you. And I'm like, those are my boys, you know. <laughs> but see, it builds memories that you're able to build. You're able to share. When dads play with their family and their kids, it, it builds respect because they know where the line is. They know this is now a time for fun, and then there's a time for seriousness. There's a time to build each other up, and there's a time to sit and learn. There's a time to share and time to care, to really be able to live that out. And you learn a respect for each other, and you're able to share with each other, and you're able to do life with each other. And it really builds that up, and it really strengthens that. So it's so important that a father prays with his family, that a father plays with his family. And then the third thing, a father of influence teaches purpose with his family. Purpose. We're here for a reason. God created us for a reason. We're not just a bump on a log. We're not just taking up space. 
God put us on this planet with our gifts and with our inabilities and with our disabilities. He put us on this planet for a reason, to be able to bring glory to him, to tell people about the Lord, to honor him in the things that we do, how we live and how we pour it out and how we exalt the Lord. He wants us to bring glory to his name by the way we live. And we're able to do that. And so it's important that you teach your family. There's a time to pray. There's a time to have fun. But there's a time of teaching. Even when you're having fun, you can still be teaching. Even when you're praying, you're teaching. Even when you're praising, you're teaching. But you're teaching your children to have purpose and direction and understand why they're here to build up their esteem, to build up their character, to build up their values, to build up their morals, to really build them up. Look, there's a scripture. Barbara, I don't know if you got my text. The scripture's in Proverbs 27, verse 14. It says, a loud and cheerful greeting early in the morning will be taken as a curse. So that's for all of you morning people, okay? All of you that get up in the morning, oh, it's morning, yeah, how are you? God bless you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And if you're not a morning person, you're going, oh, shut up, man. Oh, my gosh, leave me alone. No, what that really means, okay, what it really, okay, it, it, I'm just picking on you morning people, but, but see, I'm a morning person that gets up, and, and, and Cindy, and she's a late person, she and, well, I, I, I like late, too, but anyway, I'm, when we first got married, I used to wake up to a clock radio. And so it's our first time in my apartment, and we're sleeping, and the clock radio goes off, and it was real loud because I had to wake up super early. And, and I'll never forget, it was Charlie Pride, and he was singing, You got to kiss your angel good morning. And love her like that devil when you get back home. <laughs> so when that went off, I left it playing and she's asleep and I jump up on the bed and I'm there, you got to kiss your angel good morning. I'm dancing on the bed and she's going like, oh my gosh, who did I marry? You know? <laughs> See, what that scripture really means is this that good intentions with bad timing doesn't go across well. See, a real cheerful greeting early in the morning to someone that's not ready for it, like if you're saying to your neighbor, hey, neighbor, how you doing? They might think you're going, hey, go jump in the lake. I hope you go where the devil is, you know? They, they don't know because they're not used to it. Like, wow, in other words, when you're teaching your children, timing is everything. Because otherwise, they're going to receive it as a curse instead of a blessing. See, they're not going to receive it how it's intended. You see, when dads teach their family and their kids about the sovereignty of God, they're teaching purpose. They're saying God is sovereign, meaning God's in control. It means he is the king. He's in control. God's got it under control. He doesn't fall asleep on the job. 
He doesn't have to be told, hey, God, hello, God, I'm down here. Don't you know what's going on? Sometimes God's going, I know exactly what's going on. I'm letting you go through that so you'll learn to get stronger and you'll learn things through this and that you'll learn to lean on me more. I'm letting you go through that because you're such a dummy. Man, I'm trying to give you, teach you wisdom. Wisdom has been chasing you for days, but you keep outrunning it. <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> you see, we need to teach about the sovereignty of God. When dads teach their family and kids, it's about the value of people. You teach to value people. You see, when you're driving in the streets, I know my grandkids and even my children, but we didn't have the homeless problem when they were kids like we do today. But my grandkids are like, hey, Grandpa, what's that man holding that sign? What's that all about when they were younger? And my oldest grandson, his name's Isaiah, he has a real heart, a real heart for homeless people. And I told him, you know what? Some of them are lazy and they don't want to work. They just want a free handout. But the majority of them, just like a lot of us, we're just one paycheck away from homelessness. If you miss a paycheck, you might go, now what are we going to do? Oh my God, we're going to lose the car. We're going to lose the house. We're going to lose the apartment. We're going to lose, we're going to. And some people, Difficulties happen, and next thing you know, they're out on the streets. So Isaiah goes, Grandpa, I have some money. I really want to give some money to a homeless guy. I go, okay. That was on a Sunday. I go, well, what do you want to do? He goes, maybe I could get him some food. So this is what we used to do with Ashley and Ricky. Back in the day when the hamburgers were a dollar at McDonald's, We'd go and buy 20 hamburgers. And we would just go giving them out after church. So I go, Isaiah, we could do that. Yeah, Grandpa, let's go. I go, they're only, they're not a dollar anymore. So for every hamburger you buy, I'll buy one. Okay, Grandpa. So we bought hamburgers. And we were giving them out. And one day he goes, no, Grandpa, I'm not supposed to give out hamburgers today. I need to give some money to somebody. And that day I couldn't find a homeless guy. I'm like, well, where are they? I didn't know there was a homeless convention in town that day. <laughs> but man, he, 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 he learned about the value of people. You see, I know what it's like to be hungry. Not everyone knows that. Not everyone knows that. Not everyone knows what it's like to just sleep on a mattress and then not have a bed. Not everyone knows that. Not everyone knows. So when you learn those things, you teach those things, and you teach the value of people. And then dads, when they teach their family and kids, they teach the value not only of people, but to reach their potential. Do you understand the gift you have? Do you understand the calling you have? Do you understand the abilities you have? You fan the flame. You tell your kids, you know what? You're phenomenal at doing this. And you build them up and you speak life into them and you build them up and you help them to reach their potential. And sometimes they have dreams that 
aren't quite there yet, but you say that's all right. Because sometimes they need to fall flat on their face because they learn how to get back up. They learn how to recover because you're teaching them how to reach their potential. When dads teach their family and kids the consequences of their choices, they learn responsibility. They learned accountability. See, you need to start teaching your children that there's consequences to their choices. That's why Moses says, oh, that you would choose life. Today I present to you life or death. Oh, that you would choose life, he says. Man, I want you to choose life, but you don't have to. And we tell our children that. Man, you know what? I hope you do the right thing because if not, this and this and this is going to happen. And then that and that and that happens and you're like, oh my gosh, you know? And then they go, I know you told me, Dad. I know, I know you told me, Mom. I know you told me, Grandma, Grandpa. I know. See, a father, when he teaches it, they listen even more. There's something about the father's influence that is so powerful and so needed in the home today. Then the fourth thing I want to say about a father of influence is that he praises his family. He knows how to compliment them and praise them and shout, yeah, and way to go, and you keep it up, and you're doing awesome, and you keep going, and you keep doing it, because you know what? You have the potential. You are great. You're great in the sight of God. God has made you with his hands. He's created you for this moment in time. So praise brings out the best in our family and our kids. And if you praise your wife, and you go, man, baby, you look good tonight. Wow. Babe, you look so pretty today. Wow, you just got a haircut. You look nice. Babe, you just did your hair. Wow. Man, that dress, you look orale, baby. Man. I'm telling you, your wife will walk different. She'll act different. When she makes dinner and say, hun, wow. You, you're, this was an amazing meal. Thank you for doing the laundry. Thank you for what you do. Then when you praise your children, son, daughter, mijo, mija, thank you. Man, you guys rock. Man, you guys do an amazing job. My grandson that came up here, Danny, he's amazing at doing lawns. So he's, he's been, man, our heart hedging the hedges on the front of the house and the backyard. He's got it looking amazing. I'm like, man, you think he's got to go back to El Paso at the end of the month? <laughs> that means I'm going to have to bring him up here every month. <laughs> and so he does such a good job. Now he's getting jobs all around our neighborhood. So if you need yard work, talk to Danny. But really, he, he, and you know what? We, we tell him, Isaiah really is so good at cleaning and putting stuff in order. That guy is like OCD, man. It's got to be perfect, and it's got to be just, man, he's amazing. And the two little ones, we're teaching them, hey, clean up your mess. Hey, come on, throw away the trash. Hey, and man, they're, man, praise your family. It brings out the best in them. Also, praise gives our family a good self-concept. 
They go like, yeah, I am worth something. Yeah, I do have purpose. Yeah, I can do some things. Yeah, I am good at that. Yeah, I am. I'm just, man. And, when, and look, at a certain age, when they're teenagers, and someone says, man, you're just like your dad, they go, oh, don't say that. You're just like your mom. Oh, don't say that. But man, when they get in their 20s, you're just like your dad. Wow, thanks for the compliment. You're just like your mom. Thanks for the compliment. You see, when you praise them, it gives them a self-concept that is healthy. They're able to look at things a whole different way. And they're able to approach things in a different way because now they have the confidence that they can do this because you've poured it into them. You've praised them. You've taught them. You've played with them. You've prayed with them. You ministered to them. You were devout and honest, like it says in the scripture, devout, honest, and faultless. Just like a father treats his children. You're faithful in the things that you're doing. You stay on track. And you try to be consistent. So this is what we do in our household. We pray. We play. We teach. And we praise. We know how to praise our children. Because praise gives our family and our kids strength. They feel like, yeah. They feel like I could do it. My oldest grandson, Isaiah, he's big time into ROTC and he's already earned a stripe and some medals and he's going to be a senior now and he just got a promotion in ROTC and, and he got sent to this ROTC camp at Fort Bliss and they literally put them through five days of literally the boot camp that you would put the soldiers through but theirs is weeks they went through the first week of that camp because he said, I really would like to go into the service after I graduate. And his commander said, you know what, Isaiah, I think you could do it, but let's find out. And he excelled, and beforehand, I was praying with him and encouraging him, and then I text him a prayer. And I text the prayer that way, and I go, Isaiah, read this every morning. Every morning, they'd wake him up at four in the morning, and he said, Grandpa, I would read your prayer. Thank you, Grandpa. Thank you. And it gave him a strength. It gave him an energy knowing that people that love him, like his mom and his dad and me and Grandma, were behind him and cheering him on and praising him and doing a good job. Danny had never taken marimba. And he said, Danny, I know you're in the marching band, but... Instead of being on the drums, we want you on the marimba. And he's like, well, I've never played marimba. Now his grandma, Cindy, man, you ought to see her on the marimba, man. She tears it up. She's amazing. I really mean it. She's really good. And Danny, they gave him the sticks, and he's a natural, man. Immediately, he's a, and, and there's a bunch of marimba players, and the, a senior was first chair. He's a, he was a sophomore. Now he's going to be a junior. He was second chair. And I go, Danny, you learned it so quick. So this next year, he wants to be on the drums, but they go, Danny, you're going to be first chair now, man. I need you, please. See, 
it built a confidence and a strength in him because we believed in him. Since he was young, he wanted to learn drums, so he had a drum set, and Cindy has a drum set, and I don't know if you know, my wife's a drummer. She's a beast. She's amazing. Some of you remember back in the day. And so she's teaching him drums, and he's a drummer and doing amazing, and it's just phenomenal what has come about that. Because you build character, you build strength, and you praise your children. And dads, praise helps us praise our family. It helps us praise our kids. Because when you praise them, they praise. Then we encourage each other. We encourage each other. We cheer for each other. We, we teach praise. We're teaching how to worship. We teach how to come to church. We teach how to worship God because he's a sovereign God. And we teach him how to pray. And we teach him how to play. And we teach him how to teach. And we teach him how to praise. And just come in here to worship God. And we model it in the way we do it. And that's why I love our children's program. It's so phenomenal. And our youth program is so amazing because you're teaching your kids, but we're giving them tools and they, you could take the tools that they're learning and help them to guide them. That right now media that we put on the screen, it's not just for dads, okay? Now we get, we're saying dads for Father's Day, download it. But ladies, download it. There's literally thousands, I'm talking 20 or 30,000 Bible studies, all video, for men, for women, for families, for children, for single parents, for, for traditional parents, for blended families. There's videos for children. There's cartoon videos. There's teaching videos. There's videos for youth. There's videos for men only. There's videos for women only. There's, women, there's videos for families. There's videos, videos, videos. Just amazing teaching tools that's available to you that would cost you thousands of dollars to have all those resources available to you. Yet we're saying, here it is for you. We're trying to help you, to equip you, to make you the best man, the best woman that you could possibly be. God has created you with purpose. Men, be that influencer in your home. Be that man in your household. Take the lead. It's not too late. You're saying, oh, my kids have moved away. I don't care. Call them. Call them on the phone. My son and my daughter, my daughter lives hundreds of miles away. My son lives over a 1,000 miles away. But we talk on the phone. We pray on the phone. We text each other prayers. We text it. Our daughter sends a scripture out every morning, first thing in the morning, to all the families. She sends it out to about 50 people, but to our immediate family, we have one feed just for us. And we pray with each other. We cry out to each other. We celebrate with each other. We just do life together because we're not together yet. You know what? We're right there. Do life together. You might say it's too late. No, it's not. It's never too late to start. So I encourage you today to make a decision. If you're not a Christian, I, I encourage you today to become a Christian so that now you can break the curse from the past and you can say, you know what? From this day forward, our family's going to serve the Lord. And I've done some things wrong in the past, but I'm going to try to do them right from here on out. 
Lead your home. Be the father God has called you to be. Be the man that God has called you to be. Be the husband that God has called you to be. Be the ex-husband that you need to be. Kind, caring, involved in your kid's life, not at war with her. And if you're an ex-wife, don't be at war with him. You have children together. Be influencers that care. Influencers that are going to pray and play and teach and praise. So if you've never given your life to Jesus and you want to do that today, raise your hand. Say, you know what? That's me. Is there anyone here today that would like to accept Christ? Well, then I just want to pray for us. Would you stand with us? And if you need prayer for anything, feel free to come up. There's people that want to pray with you. They want to just encourage you and help you through. If you need prayer as a dad, if you need prayer as a family, if you need prayer as a son or daughter, if you need prayer on any situation, feel free to come up. Make your way up. We're going to sing this song through and then we're going to close in prayer. Astounded by your mercy 